Yeah. Hey, we're back. Yeah. Uh, we're champs again. Yeah, we're champs. We're 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 banking these motherfuckers. Hey, do you like glasses? Yeah, most should do. I do because I can't see shit without these glasses. Sometimes I want another pair, and I don't want to go to the store because I'm morbidly obese. So what do you do? I go to WarbyParker.com to get myself some new glasses. You send them a bu- five different frames that you want. They send them to you in the mail. You try them on. You go, yes. Wa- say that again. Warby Parker. Right. You go online. You say, I like this frame, this frame, this frame, five of that. Then they send you the frames. You put them on. In, a, in an envelope. In a box. Right. Not just a clanky old envelope. It's a right. box with different sections. Put them on. You go, ooh, I have picked these special, adorable glasses. I want these. Send them your prescription. You send them all the frames back, and they send you a brand new pair of glasses that you can see shit with. Right. So they do to- charge money, though. Yes, but it's 99 bucks. It's right. not very much money. Which, I don't know much about glasses. That's not very much money. I have paid a lot more than that for the glasses I am currently wearing. Um, so go to warbyparker.com. Yeah. Forward I, slash the yeah, champs. Yeah, let's go with the champs. I don't even remember if they do need it. Yeah, they must. We must, right? Yeah, it's a code. The champs. Put it in. Yeah. Neil will right now splice in the information. The champs. And that's what it was. <laughs> We've got some stand-up dates coming up. Um, so listen, if you want to come see me, on New Year's Eve, I will be at the Masonic Auditorium in San Francisco. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I'm doing Sketchfest. Maybe we're doing a live champs at Sketchfest. We don't know yet. We, haven't, we, we don't know yet, but it might happen this year. Felipe, Felipe what you got? What's up? I also own a <laughs> pair of those glasses, by the way. All right. Warby Parker. Man. Yeah, nice. Uh, let's begin. I just landed in Europe, nigga. Shopping bags, I'm a tourist, nigga. Money talk, I speak fluent, nigga. Reebok on, I just do it, nigga. Look at me, I'm pure, nigga. I bet the hoes on my tour, nigga. Now you're fucking with the champs. It's the champs. We're back. This is a week in a row. I mean, we're we're on schedule now. Well, let's not assume that we're putting these. <laughs> we taped. We're assuming is, that we're putting these seven days apart. We taped them back to back. We did who, tape these back to back. But it's presumptuous to think that we'll have enough to just put them back to back like regular people. Right, and who knows? Felipe um, could go first. Felipe, you don't know what the order's going to be. We did a Roy Wood episode. It was a great episode. Let's yeah. see what how Felipe comes with it. Gonna be hard to beat the last episode you were here, Felipe. I mean, that was one of our greatest episodes. Probably. Really? For yeah, me, man. I gotta yeah. say the best anecdote we've ever had. Which yeah. was Peanuts or was about your uh, Felipe's start in comedy? Felipe's start in comedy. The Did, best story. You bit someone's head? Ear off. Ear. We can't do this. Well, no, watch no, the Terminator 2. Go we'll back give you and a second. We'll it. give you a second right now if you're a Champs listener that's newer to the podcast to go stop this episode. Go back into our archives and, and check out the Felipe Esparza Dust episode, that baby off. Number one. And it'll give you a lot more context for what's happening today. Felipe, how are you, man? Great, man. I just um, finished performing at the Ice House in Pasadena last week. Yeah, you were just showing us pictures of somebody had uh, yeah, shaved, somebody your shaved face their head in their head. In my face. Did that make yeah. you uncomfortable? Shave your level? face in their yes. hair. There was something a, like I got to say, it was I was faded on somebody's face. It yeah. looked really good. <laughs> yeah. I gotta yeah. say it looked really good. We just discussed the levels of fame. That's one level when someone shaves their head. The next level is tattoo when they get a tattoo of you, and the next level is threatened to kill you. Then the next level is 
actually kill you. Actually kill you like Selena. Yeah, Selena. Yeah, Selena, Selena down that's the John Lennon that guy Selena. From Pantera, right? He got shot. Dimebag Daryl got shot on stage, on stage. while <laughs> performing. Wow. It's not funny. funny that you both know who he is yeah. and that he got shot on stage that you knew him as Dimebag Daryl. That's well, you some know, real dirtbag shit. I yeah. once Googled died on stage and there's a lot of great stories of people that have died in the middle of performances. Red Fox died on set of uh, Sanford and Sons or whatever he was. Yeah, when they were filming that that show he had. Yeah, and he it wasn't Sanford and Sons, was it? Whatever show it was, he was like, I'm not feeling well. And then he walked off of the set, died. I thought he said, this is a big one. And they thought he was joking. Oh, he, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, the other one was, there was a comic. He called his heart a big dummy, apparently. He you said, heart, dummy. you big dummy. And then he died. <laughs> there was another comic in San Diego, San Diego State. He was like an old man. He was like a clown, right? And he was, his daughter was in the audience and he used to do a lot of pratfalls and so all of a sudden he just like fell down and everybody's like oh dad oh the best one of those is albert brooks's father albert brooks and super dave are actually brothers people don't know that huh uh super, no. remember super dave yes yeah. Yeah. super dave and albert brooks are brothers yes Whoa. bob einstein and uh albert Simpsons. einstein albert brooks's real name is albert okay. einstein their father was a comedian his name was park your carcass Come on. I swear to God. He was a black comedian? Yes. That's crazy. Um, His name is Parker Carcass, and he did a roast. He didn't normally do roasts. Did a roast. Killed harder than he'd ever killed in his entire life. Went back, sat down at the dais, and just fucking died. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty dope, man. That's That's a good good way to go. And you know Albert Brooks um, was friends with Rob Reiner just growing up? And Carl Reiner, when Albert Brooks was 14, said... Albert Brooks is the funniest person I've ever met in my life. And he was 14. Crazy. Yeah. It was, it was the Hollywood Improv, and this comedian was headlining, sold out the show, and I think his dad, they took his dad out of an emergency. No. Yeah, I think it was that guy who's seen the average, I'm just an average, normal guy. Who is Joe that? Lavoy, John Lavoy. Oh, John Lavoy. John Lavoy. Really? John I think it was him. And I asked, who, 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 whose dad is that? He goes, I think it's that guy on stage. Did they tell him? Probably not, right? Probably not. That'd be funny if he was I never like, know what happened to him. I hope he... Oh, well, I'm almost at my closer, so let me yeah. just... Yeah. Although, closer. knowing comedy, he was probably like, how's the second show selling? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> my dad... I don't, I'm not worried about that. My dad will be fine. How's the next show? How would you want to die, Felipe? Huh? How would you want to die when the time comes? Probably with a lot of hookers, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can say your girlfriend is... Uh, I've known your girlfriend a long time. Used to waitress at the live actor. Really, really beautiful, like legitimately beautiful, and seems like she's reading right now. She's reading uh, Lawrence Wright's Going Clear book about Scientology, a sixteen hundred page book. Clearly, an intelligent girl. Uh, maybe too much <laughs> more girlfriend than you deserve. <laughs> Am I wrong? Why you don't how ask did, her? Ask him. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Like how did didn't you guys used to do a lot of drugs together? Or no, no, it was me. She never did drugs. Oh, okay, it was just me. Got it. So you, and I think if, if she did drugs, we wouldn't be here right now. We'd probably be somewhere locked up. She'd be in civil brand. <laughs> I'll be in county jail, sending her messages through guards. Uh, did did you stop doing drugs? No, just just um hardcore drugs. But I still do marijuana. Every once in a while, somebody passes me a pill, and I pass it to somebody else because it ain't for me. Do you lick it on the way by? No, but no. I chip it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little nibble, a little and then pass it on. That was funny, man, because um, I always like people always say you want something, they always offer me like hardcore drugs, not really cocaine, cause, but like pills now, 
Because that's like the hottest thing. Oh, that's what everybody does. Oh, now, yeah. Huh? Pills are, yeah, pills Oxycontin, are. Crunch yeah. them up. Did, did you them. used to fuck with pills? No, not really. Just when I was living in the in downtown LA at the on first, second and Main at the Higgins building. What is that? Is that it's a on special second building? And Main. It's a bad building, man. <laughs> Wait, what were you doing there? Living there. Tell us. With how another you... comedian. Oh, you were doing comedy? Yeah, I was doing comedy, living there. It was like very expensive, but we were managing me and me and two other comedians. How much was it? Nine hundred bucks a no nineteen hundred a month, and it was like two of us. Actually, two and a half because whenever somebody spends a night, we charge them twenty bucks. That's funny. <laughs> what, like a lover? Yeah, you'd invite a girl over. You'd be like, hey, you know, it's funny. Up, no, like, it's really nice, but twenty dollars, please. <laughs> I, I had just moved there, you know, with with the other guy, and um, and right away, who like, was the other guy? Some other comic, right? Um, and um, <laughs> and right away, laughing. I figured out, man. Like, as soon as I got there, like it was like home. It was like go, coming back home because my house is like where I grew up. It's only like four blocks away, east, over the river. And man, we used to party hard in that loft, man. Like right away, man, I knew where to dr- where to find drugs. What you probably you knew the guys, right? No, man, right away I just said. <laughs> oh, all you got to do is whistle, right? Whistle. <laughs> what is up with Mexicans and whistling? I don't know. He man. does it's a like joke a about that, code, and I man. do it. Yeah, I've always. That's one of those things. Like I, that's like a real Mexican thing, right? Yeah, it sure is. It's a Mexican thing, and it's like it's something if you don't know a word, like to to explain like how far it is, how far is it? All messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know that what I mean? Makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that I get because I know how far that is. It's yeah, like twenty four miles. <laughs> that feels pretty far. Uh, but you yeah. know, because you do that joke in your act. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true though. I used to date this El Salvadorian girl. She said her dad would, would gave each of the kids a whistle for their name. So she was Natalie. So she was, <laughs> and and then that's how I would call her when I would. You know, I would become her father. Funny, I became her father. Uh, my dad never called her by our names. And I do a bit about it now because I, I had lost my passport and all that when I was working with Russell Peters, you know, and I had to find, get all that back. And I started realizing, you know, the dates of my passport and when I became a, a legalized um, person to be here, you know, without getting deported. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much was pretty much I was an illegal immigrant from from the moment I got here all the way to ninth grade. Right. And I didn't know. You know, my mom never told me. I always thought, like, that's something you got to tell your kids. You know, fuck drugs. Fuck joining the gangs. Run home, motherfucker. You know what <laughs> I mean? You cannot be yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, I, like, it all started coming back to me, you know, all the, uh, how we got here. You know, so my dad never called it by Wait, How old were you when you came here? I was, like, five or so six. So you remember it? I was five. It was crazy because I started thinking back. That's a crazy question. How is your English not better? It's crazy, man. <laughs> Because I grew up with a bunch of people who just speak like me. So if you don't, if I don't, if I were hung, hung out with you guys, I probably would have never had an accent because I would just listen to you guys talk. But, you, but if I speak to people who talk like me all the time, man, shit, yeah. my English could have fucking stay the same. But your <laughs> accent to me is American. Mexican. It's an Easterly accent. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's, that's American. Because when I go read sometimes, they say Mexican, they tell me, okay, slow down, not Easterly Mexican. Yeah. Uh-huh. They say, what do you mean? That's what I mean. You you you're um you're saying your vowels too long, like oh, you like, know what I mean, oh, it's right? Like, eh? It's like yeah. the uh, Margaret Cho story where about them being like, can you be less like be? What do they say? Be more Asian to her? She's like, but I'm I'm Asian. What do yeah. you want out of me? Yeah. But then when you go read, they ask you, could you add more chorizo to it? That's re- a, a little real more, quote. Yeah, Jim Pompa says that you know, get more chorizo to your accent. You know, what does that you mean? Go, what I don't does that know. Mean? I don't know, man. That's like somebody telling you, what, can you add more um, kebab? 
I used to <laughs> on a matzo uh, ball on half baked the Guillermo Diaz who played Scarface. He played like the he's Puerto Rican. He but yeah, the line is I'm Cuban, but he uh, I think he's actually Cuban. Oh, uh, but I used to jokingly direct him. I go, hey uh, Guillermo, on this one, uh, spick it up. <laughs> uh, and yeah, now he's on. I think he's on Scandal now. I haven't seen it. He's on Scandal. Yeah. Probably he's a not, fucking they're probably gr- not talking to him like that. That dude's a great right actor. He's also an awesome dude. We should actually have him on. He's such an awesome dude. Yeah, I feel like we only got like 5% of your crazy stories the last time you were here. Some cra- yeah, so talk to us about... Do you have any crazy... You got, I guess, Moshe, you stopped doing drugs. I was thinking on the way over here. Like You must have stopped doing drugs <laughs> before... You weren't. You stopped before you were an adult, so it was oh, never like the, yeah. crazy, crazy. It was never like bitches and doing eight balls. Oh, it and... was never about girls when I was doing drugs. It was always about like the other fellows that were around. Yeah, I mean, but you got to continue, keep having yeah. fun. Yeah, go. When were there times where you're like, this is too far? Yeah, what's the, <laughs> yeah? I think um, uh, like there was a one time like they would go back to um Montebello. I had a room in Montebello, California. And we had the room for 10 years. That became like the spot on Wednesday nights to the party. The comedy spot? Yeah. And a lot of comics used to go through there, like, that we beg to go there. Like Sean Wayans, Paul Rodriguez. Um, what's his name? Um, the black dude. He's pretty funny, man. Um, what's his name? Corey Holcomb. How yeah. did, no, how, yeah. how, how did she know the name? Yeah, cause, you guys are connected. Because she knows, like, which, which one of my favorites. You uh. know? And Corey Holcomb, we begged him, and he went. Corey's supposed to do the podcast. And, yeah. um, he doesn't know what a podcast is, but I'm trying to get him. Yeah, no, Neil, te- was it D-Ray? D-Ray, Neil yeah. Neil texted D-Ray said, hey, man, you got to come do this podcast. And what did he say? What's a podcast? <laughs> Dude, what's a podcast? <laughs> yeah, what's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so Montebello. So we used to go to Montebello, and we used to perform there all the time. And we used to go there with, like, Willie Barsana. He used to be the host when, he, when we first started off. And he, we used to get fucked. Well, I didn't drink before. Like, I, I used to drive him around. So he would get like really fucking drunk, man. I was like his driver, and um, he used to crawl. But then he left. You know, he became more popular, so he stopped coming. And I remember there used to be like a lot of mongos there, mm-hmm. the like bike, bikers, mongos, motorcycle club. They're like the rivals of the Hell's Angels. Oh, I don't know. They're, they're, they're if it's possible, more. I don't know them when I challenge them to a fight. That <laughs> wouldn't do. So that. I don't see. There's uh, a lot are of they them. Mexican? They're, is, they're all they Mexican. Specific, they're are they? Mexican. They're pretty much you go because here in um like. In California, there is a Mexican. San Diego, they're white. Portland, there's mixture. Then you go to Germany, and they're all Lebanese. So that's Germany, all it's Mexicans. That's how then crazy, all Mexico, these guys crazy are. this gang is. So they're yes. Lebanese Mongols. Lebanese Mongols. In, what about um, in Germany? Mongolia? Do they have any? I don't know, man. White, they're, white they're white. They're white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. from so San wow. Diego. This is an upside down motorcycle but club. We didn't even know who they were because I didn't know who they were till like later on when Did I. Did they have when, jackets or anything? I didn't. Yeah, but they didn't really show it. But later on, when I watched that, when I was on Last Comic Standing, I was watching Gangland. As I became popular, they were on Gangland. I said, "Oh my god, I know all these guys." Do you remember the shootout with the Hell's Angels in the casino? The notorious shootout where a bunch of Hell's Angels and a rival motorcycle gang were shooting at each other. In a what casino? year? I don't know. It 90s. was two thousand four. Oh yeah, or two thousand two. Vaguely, vaguely. Anyway, vaguely, that vaguely. was the Mongols. They were at Got war it. with the Mongols. So, so I was hanging out right there, you know, and the, and I didn't. It's funny. I didn't know nothing about where to get drugs in that club, but the moment like I got drunk. Like, my, like, I turned into, like, a werewolf, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you try to not, not, you don't want drugs, but you, like, you're over there, you can smell them, you know? You know who has it. For the you list. know, people are, people are, like, 
you, you look for people, you know, like if somebody has the sniffles, you start asking him, bro, is that really a cold or do you just did a bump in the bathroom? Man, for the I listeners, I wish, I wish you could just Google a picture of Felipe and look, see how much like a werewolf he currently He looks. actually became, and it then, was like a were like their dog, your dogs are freaking out right now. Your dog's just hitting with the bed. <laughs> yeah, what's going on um, Then I met this dude one time, right on a Wednesday night, you know, his name was Luis, I think. He's Salvadorian, but that doesn't matter because he was just a cool guy. But I know him from another show because um, him and Willie Barcena, they were at some other club. They were partying. They were getting drunk, and they went to go have sex with some girls, I guess. But the next week, they were making fun of him because somebody stole his watch, and those same girls that stole his watch were back that same week. And they were saying, fuck that fool. We stole his fucking watch. He deserved it. This was Luis. Yeah, he had a nice watch. You know, I don't know what kind of watch it was. Did did he still have sex with them? No, he no had after been... the, he, he had sex with them, but they stole his watch. I like how he fucked them, and they're like, fuck you. We got you. It's like, that's oh, afterwards. kind of fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, but yeah. they were not like the kind of chicks, you know, like, I remember like one of my friends, he wasn't wearing a condom, and he, he like pretty much had... He came inside of her, and then she said, like, Oh, fool, you nutted me and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many times I have experienced that. <laughs> you nutted inside of me and shit, right? So I haven't seen that fool in years. Then I saw him one night, and I said, Hey, man, you want to fucking party? And I said, fuck it. I'm doing shit for the next three days. Yeah. <laughs> so That's, to- again, how, do you ever get offered coke or drugs? Not really. At Burning Man, sometimes I'll get right. Mushrooms like there. Yeah. I mean, I got acid. Offered, they do coke at Burning Man a lot now. Oh fuck that! It's too hot to do coke over there. <laughs> <laughs> he used done so much coke, he knows I know, the good, right? Very the specific. good coke weather. Like, okay. no, you got to go down to the San Diego. That's good coke. Weather. Shit, you buy coke at Burning Man on the fucking third day. That coke's been cut up ten times, <laughs> it's man. It's already half dust. Shit, the dealer's gonna tell you, man. Whatever you do, don't drink a Sprite tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so Luis, yeah. So this guy, man, like he just started saying, "Yeah, man." So I went to his house, you know, and then he busted out like a mean ass eight ball, a big ass fucking rock. It was like a powder of cocaine. He just threw it on a table, man, and he just started cutting up lines. You know, it was long fucking lines, man. It wasn't like those little ass fucking lines with like a, a line, like maybe I would say, do like a whistle. I would say like seven inches, <laughs> seven inches, man. Yeah. And we did that like for a whole day. Actually, for like the third day. On the third day, it was fucking bad, man, because we were taking Xanax at the same time to slow down the heart rate. You know, you got to keep it cool. And you're not sleeping at all? No, because that guy's a pharmacist, you know, so he knows how to do it. So you know how, to, how, many, how much Coke to do and then take a Xanax to slow your heart rate down. I'm going to go ahead and, and how call much his coke, pharmacological credentials in a question. So how much Coke to do so that Xanax won't fucking kill you and shit. And what are you doing? Slobbering. Yeah, like are you slobbering, man? I mean, by the third day, I have a saliva coming down my mouth like seven feet long. Seven feet? Yes. And I have fucking, my whole chest is fucking uh, wet. From um, saliva. I mean, it's like I want to go home, but I don't know how to leave no more. (laughs) (laughs) For real. I want to leave, but I don't know how. Like I'm still doing, I'm I'm partying, but my brain's already at home, but my body's still here, tearing it up. And do you, are you talking, or do you just we're do nodding at each other like, this time, just, just like whistling? Just it's just whistles. The- but this is the crazy shit, right? We started on Wednesday, okay? We're talking. This is Sunday, but on Friday, and Saturday night, 
we the went next to this, Friday, Saturday? No, like Saturday night, from Wednesday to Saturday, okay. we took another eight ball, you know, because we were out. And um, and I remember they went to go get it, and they cut it up, and there was like two nickels in there. Nickel? Like these fools robbed us. Like instead of giving oh, us a whole eight ball, they gave us two nickels, so it wasn't really a full eight ball. But we didn't care, man. We still done that shit. <laughs> what are you gonna not do? What's it? an eight ball cost? I don't have no idea. I wasn't paying, brother. <laughs> You're a comedian. I was invited, oh, man. Well, you were funny. You were just being funny. And then we're playing like we're playing like card games all night. But it was bad, man, because like I wanted to go home, my whole body was shaking. I thought I was gonna die, man. Here's how bad it got. This guy called a sober friend to help us stop. <laughs> he called someone to come. In the, the party and intervene. Yes, kind of Richard Pryor when he used to call that football player. What's his name? Jim Brown. When he used to call Jim Brown to help him stop. What well, this guy called two big-ass motherfuckers, man, to help us stop. And they fucking cooked food for us. And um, and then they were, they were cleaning the house. And Were they Mongols too? No, they were not. They, were, they, they had nothing to do with them. I don't know who they were. But they were his good friends, I guess. And... Um, I remember, man, like, I don't know. I couldn't remember how to call home. I don't know who's going to pick me up. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, I, was gonna, I was thinking about this. Who's going to give me a bump to go home, you know? But you don't know where home is. I don't. I know where home is. Oh, yeah. But I don't know how to leave. How long ago was that? <laughs> like, like if you, it's like, like if, you've forgotten more fundamentally. Like, that's the problem, man. If they, if they continue to bring drugs, I'm going to fucking keep on fucking doing them, oh, man. Oh, I get what you mean. You you feel like you can't stop doing it. Not like you've forgotten the concept yes. of leave. It's like a little kid with a bunch of ice cream, and he's going to eat it to his fucking craft on his pants. Yeah. Which was always what I was trying to do, you know, take it to the next level. That crap but, pant level. But it was a fucking, um, those Xanax was what have really fucking me up, though. And then, like, I how like, long ago was that? That was like in 2008, probably. So Two- I like, I knew you then. That's fucking yeah, hilarious. You knew me. But he didn't know you. I he didn't know you had run by. Yeah, him, but by Monday night, you. I was back to normal, man. No, but um, that Sunday night, I was so fucked up, man. And like, like the problem is, and then my girlfriend right here, she don't know who the fuck I was. You know, nobody knew who the fuck I was. My phone's ringing off the hook. I'm not returning nobody's phone call. As far as I know, everybody knows I'm fucking dead somewhere, you know. And that's the hard part, you know, when people worry about you, you know, yeah. they're depending on you. You know, they can't sleep. They got to go to their fucking normal lives. There so but many- when you're a fucking drug addict, you don't give a fuck, man, because all you care about is your fucking self. There are so many pathetic single guys listening right now. Like, he had a girlfriend that whole time. <laughs> I can't yeah, get man. a date with somebody. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. But yeah. it's like a, a drug addicts, they know how to, like, I don't know if they know how or they, they, they do it purposely. You but know they know the how limits. to get a codependent, you yeah. know, like. Oh, right. Is that what you guys are on? Are you guys on some codependent shit, do you think? Maybe, Maybe back, back then, then. No, but I'm yeah. not sure to leave my ass. You know, but uh, I don't know. But you know how to use people, man. Like, yeah, no, like that was that one. You know the limits almost to like the day. Oh, it's like you a, know. a woman that's been in physically abusive relationships. It's like, oh, uncannily, you happen to date yet another physically abusive yeah. man. It's like there's some kind of weird antenna that people find each other that yeah. fit where their deficits are, you know, and they kind of click together. In good yeah. and in bad, and drug addicts know how to manipulate. But people. they don't do it on See, purpose. It probably it's just your your antenna just goes. Doo, 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 like yeah, it's like that because like if, like when I went like that was just one time I hung out with him and I don't know where he went after that night. Louise, we never man. saw each other no, again. No, I want to hold on. Do you think that drug addicts? Because I want I would challenge that. I think drug addicts know what they're doing 
did you find yourself going like, I gotta get her back. I have to like, I can't lose her because if I lose her, then I'm fucked up. So I get to act like I really care and I'm really sorry. Or is it even that conscious? I think I'm without a year sober. My mind is still trying to manipulate things. You know, like okay, I'm gonna just get back. Here. I'm gonna be cool for a while, but then later on when she turns her back, I'm gonna go back and fuck around again. <laughs> You know that's the way menta- my mentality is. You know, right? Plus, I'm not a. So it, I think it is more like directly I'm not a, manipulative. Like no. the difference between me and a guy who's who's partying and living in the streets, homeless guy, is that he's doing it every day. He needs it every day. Me, I'm a binger, man. Like I'll quit for a, a week, but when I go back, shit, you might not see me for a month. You know what right. I mean? And then I'll stop again, clean up, and then I disappear. Which was happening um, in 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008. When I was <laughs> Nine, in 10, 2006, I was living in um, Elysian Valley, the Frogtown neighborhood. If you guys know where that is, the big town, Frogtown gang. That's where um, Emilio Rivera from Sons of Anarchy, the, the, the leader of the Mayan Motorcycle Club. That's his neighborhood, right? So... And in the sewers, it's the turtle, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle gang. No, that's, actually, that's in um, that's in fucking um, Santa Fe Springs. They're called Cantarranas. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I was citing for a real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so this is crazy, man. Like, oh, this is so fucking crazy. Like, like I wanted to like I don't know where like to get drugs. Okay, like for some reason, like that one night. At, at that club, I got cracked, you know, like from one of the bikers, I guess. But he didn't want to give it to me. He Why? did not, because he knows I'm a fiend. He had, he, I had the, the devil in my eye, you know, you just right. know, like, you know, I'm giving I this guy a load. Most people who buy crack have something in their eye. He goes, I, I, I give this guy a loaded gun. He goes, Are you sure, fool? Are you sure, fool? And I say, Yeah, man, I'm good for it. So he gave me like $60 worth. You gave him a gun? No, $60 worth. But he knew, like, I'm a, I got you. It was a loaded gun to you. Yeah. So, um, and then, um, so I was like kicking back and said, where am I going to fucking smoke this shit? You know, I got no fucking crack pipe. You know, I haven't done this shit like in a long ass time. And they I was love like, the, the and, morality of the drug dealers. Like, I can't do this. And then okay, there was $60, this, here you go. And then there was fucking, this, this fool there that I used to smoke pot all the time, this Armenian guy. His name is Anthony. He's blind. <laughs> he wasn't like, he used to be a truck driver. <laughs> Wait. Before he was blind. Yeah, he's right. a truck driver, and he's blind now, so he just lives with his mom and collects that pension, baby. Yeah, you nutted in me. <laughs> he nutted in me. <laughs> See, fool, broke fools don't win fucking lottery. We win settlements, bitch. <laughs> so that fool living off his fucking settlement, and um, he, he's been watching our comedy for the last three years. Not watching it. Actually listening, listening to it. To it. Yeah. So every once in a while, he goes up on stage. You know, so him and I, I told him, man, you want to go party, dog? He goes, yeah, I want to party. So he never fucking partied before, though. This is how fucking crazy. I took this food to the house, and this food showed me how to roll, make a crack pipe out of aluminum foil. So we made a fucking prison crack pipe, and we're hitting that shit, dog. This is the funniest shit, He's, man. You're smoking crack with a blind dude. The blind guy. I was helping him light it. You know, and, uh, but this is sure. the funniest you're shit. You're guy. This is the yeah. funniest shit, man. When you're on crack, you start getting paranoid and looking out the window. And the, was he, he was doing and this fool just standing there by a wall, man. <laughs> I felt bad for him, dog. I fucking felt bad for him, man. Eh? So I pushed him by the window and I opened the curtain, eh? 
Oh, just so he could he yes. could look out paranoidly yeah. at yes. the cops that weren't coming like the old days. Yeah, so he went. So you know that food just That's fucking. Light, he just rubbing his stick no, like I felt bad for him, man. That's so. kind of heartwarming. That's like the end of a really bad lifetime, like Hallmark Channel, uh, uh, you know, TV movies. Like, yeah. come on over Two there, Cracky. Come on over. Settle their differences. L- look out on. I think I let that food drive though. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. So we went. We were out. We fucking smoked that shit like in two hours, and then after that, we were fucking. Um, we were looking on the ground, thinking that we dropped cocaine, crack cocaine. You were looking on the ground. Cause that's what happens. He was just telling me. Hey, there's something on the ground, my friend. <laughs> so I started looking, there was shit. So we went to a fucking, I don't know where to buy more crack. First of all, it's a sad thing. I didn't get his phone number. We didn't exchange no emails, no Twitter names, nothing. So Well, he, he had that facial recognition on his fingers. Like when he looks, when he touches your face, he would just touch a rock and be like, oh, this is good shit. I can tell. Yeah. So him, me and the blind guy, Anthony, we went to um, MacArthur Park to go look for more drugs because I know that no matter what, there's always drugs at MacArthur Park. Mm-hmm. That's and on the sign, I think. Yes. So Welcome then, to then um, somebody told. Then I looked around and I started asking random crackheads, you know, any vagrant guy, black dudes, Mexican dudes, you know, skinny ass white dudes, you know, hipster with no Neil, shoes. Oh, Neil Brennan. Yeah, that's the whole. <laughs> Hipsters with that. no shoes, you know, and they ask, "Hey, bro, who's who's working tonight?" Then he pointed me to a house, actually an apartment. And that apartment was like fucking New Jack City, dog. <laughs> we bought some fucking crack. <clears throat> and then there was some guy who goes, come into our room. And we looked. There was like three guys sleeping on one bed. One guy sleeping on the floor. Some matches on the floor. I said, fuck that, man. I'm going to share my shit with these guys. So we drove, we, we drove back to um, we drove back to my house. Over there, there the lighthouse for the blind. Yeah, we started right. smoking crack right there in my house. This is with the blind guy. With the blind guy. Then I asked, we ran out of money. I told him, bro, you got any money, bro? Or what the fuck? Eh? He's like, I don't know. So he goes, check my so, pockets. I have no idea. I might have a shitload of so this fool, <laughs> It could be. He has I his have, like, 20s. notes in my pocket? Or, yeah, I'm <laughs> rich. That's how much of a crackhead I am and scandalous I get when I'm a fucking crackhead, man. Like, I run out of money right away, you know, and I don't want to go to no ATM or nowhere. So I asked him, you have any money? And he had his, his 20s and his dollars and his five rolled up a different way. Like, the 20 uh, was half bent. So as soon as he showed me that money, typical blind I started guys, switching yeah. on his ass. Oh, uh, yeah, you unfolded his <laughs> ass, made it into a 20. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went back to that MacArthur Park and Hell tried to nah. find dope. And like, get out of here with that one. I switched a 20 on him, you know, for later, you know, because just in case, you know, he leaves. So he we went to a, a place That's where... That's the opposite of taking him when he's staring out the window. When he's staring at a wall, that was the opposite of... That's take. episode two. Yeah, that was like... So yeah. it's funny, man. Like There was this house where, by my house that the only black people live in the neighborhood. And it's sad, but it's true. They were the only fucking crack kids in the neighborhood. Like wherever they walked, they brought real estate. Wherever they, these guys walked... Wherever these guys walked, man, they dropped real estate down like a motherfucker, man. Uh-huh. Put it this way, man. The drug dealers would tell these guys not to hang out during a day and buy drugs. That's how fucked up they look. So I went to their house, and we were, I would was, was stay there for three days in a row. I would, the longest I ever stood oh, there was the five days. Even the drug dealers wouldn't sell to. You would go stay with them for three days. <clears throat> this is how we'll do it, man. Like We had a system of buying drugs. I would go. I would do a comedy show, get paid like 200 300 whatever it was. I would go to back to the neighborhood where, where I lived, right there in Frogtown. I go to this house, 
and there was this, this like this black dude, his chick. His name, her name was I forgot her name, but she was some black chick, and it was some black dude. <laughs> and I'm Where there, they black? and there we would go there, and I would just take out my money and goes, man, who wants to fucking get fucked up like a motherfucker for the next five days? And he goes, all right. And then we had a nickname for myself, you know, like I can't tell these guys walking around going Felipe Esparza or my name is Felipe. Right. So they would call me Batman because that's the name they call me in the neighborhood. You know, Batman, that's Batman from Boyle Heights. Yeah. So I just go as Batman. Why now. they call you Batman? Because I wear um, Batman on the rules every day. Yeah, school. that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, no, there's a through line, a direct yeah, yeah, yeah. correlation. I get that. So this chick, well, I would get there, man. And I always want. She will always braid my hair, for some reason. So I'm there, man, because I told her to braid my hair because I don't want the crack to burn my hair or, or have a fire like Richard Pryor or something. I was paranoid, so she will braid my hair, you know. And I looked like um, Queen Latifah and set it off. Uh, <laughs> I think I saw you with braided hair. Yes. So you I saw me in a bad way. I didn't realize that it was, was getting fucked up. Yeah, that's funny. So I'll be smoking crack. When you would say who wants to get fucked up, I would imagine the crackheads cheering like, yeah, I do. I felt like I was a devil's advocate, man, because um, we were going. I would send them on missions, you know, and I would go to the neighborhood on the other side of the river, which is, is funny because when I was on last comic standing, that gang I was going to, they were on gangland too. And I didn't, I didn't even know how bad they were. It was Drew Street. You know, I didn't even know. Oh, this was the gang you were affiliated with? No, this was a gang I was buying drugs. Oh, oh, oh. Or I was sending them to buy drugs. You didn't know they were famous? I didn't know they were famous. And they didn't know you were famous. Yeah, what's They're crazy. like, oh, it's that comedian. Oh, You're like, oh, it's that gang. <laughs> Little Flippe. But, um, but I would like, that's how I would do it, man. I would like get in my Volvo. I had a Volvo. Yeah, and I would sure. park the Volvo in Burger King. And I would take a 10-speed out. And then that black dude will get on a 10-speed and then ride into the neighborhood safely and then come back and we'll put the 10-speed in the car, lock it up, take the crack back. That's why, you know, we won't stand around in the neighborhood too long waiting for the fucking crack so he could just ride his bike, you know, come back, jump in the car. Would he ride? I'm picturing him riding really fast. Fast like a motherfucker, bro. Yeah, but he didn't look appropriate that he was on a bicycle because he didn't look like a fitness Because he was dude. an adult. Yeah, and yeah man. <laughs> he looked like Gregory Hines and running scared. That's why I like to call him. Bro, you look like Gregory Hines and running sprung. Oh, man. Uh, that Now, when you're doing drugs like that, would you – and, like, you would come to the Laugh Factory. I would see it the Laugh no, Factory. No, I wouldn't. I would just do – after the show, I would take off. Right, but I'm saying I'm – saying, like, and then the next night you're at the Laugh Factory – would it just be like I'm getting money for drugs, or was it just like I like comedy also, or was it like I'm a man of many interests? Yeah, it, I like crack cocaine like, and stand-up like, comedy. Squares? Do you, do you would you look at people like look at these square motherfuckers, or would you just be like nah, I want to get back to drugs? Like what were you thinking? That's what I always think about. Like when you're whenever you're on drugs, you're like look at all, especially shrooms. You're like look at all these people that aren't on shrooms. No, I'll just stand next to the person who I know is doing drugs. Got it. Like somebody was, yeah, they're not hard to find, man. Like, like whenever, like, like even sometimes when I didn't want to party, when I wanted to party, I would just go to the comedy store. You know, I'd just hang out, man. Anybody going to that house we went to last time? <laughs> yeah. Because I went to, a, I did a show one time. Like, I did my show in Montebello, and then somebody told me, um, hey, man, there's this show at 2.30 in the morning. 
in the valley, if you want to do it, it pays like sixty bucks. I feel like guaranteed guaranteed drugs. Guaranteed yeah. drugs that, for sure. Valley two thirty in the morning stand yeah. comedy show. Someone's doing outside coke. of Studio City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so man, I said yeah. So we get there. And there's like a LAPD undercover LAPD checking people. Make sure you don't have no drug, no no weapons inside. Then you good know, sign. Then, then you go in the party. There's like art. There's like video video. Pinball machines, there's fucking like arcade machines. There's chicks everywhere. There's some cool ass dude that owns a house walking around and he's saying hi to everybody. And then, oh, I don't know if I said this the last time, but they had um, liquid cocaine there. I don't remember this. I don't remember this. Liquid either. cocaine. You know the nasal sprays? Red Bull? No, go ahead. You know nasal sprays? But it was yeah. just water and pure cocaine in it. So when you pass by, you just squirt in your nose. Because sometimes when you do a bump, it gets stuck in your no- in your nasal cavity. So then right. you go, you, you bust a little water, <laughs> wash that baby all the way down. So, so it was perfect. But it was funny because it wasn't out there like, hey, here's the liquid cocaine. You had to find it somewhere. Oh, it was like an Easter egg hunt. Yeah, and that guy' name was Doug. That's all I know. His name was Doug. And, was and funny. he might be the greatest human being who ever lived. From what He's I a bad know. motherfucker, by the way. And the only way to get... Oh, liquid cocaine, Doug. And that yeah, was the yeah, first yeah. time... If it, That was your first time there at this house. The only way to come back is, is the way for him to text you. Or, or, or his assistant will text you. And, and I was asking around, how do you get text bags, bro? You got to do something nice for him. Like, if you see, like, an empty pizza box... Throw in a trash can, and if he and if he if, if he sees you, you he gives you a doggy point. <laughs> Everybody's walking around with an empty trash. For real, he gives you a dog. He gives you a doggy point. <laughs> so fuck that, eh? I stood there till eleven thirty at night. I'm Mexican. I was vacuuming and shit. <laughs> I'm fucking vacuuming. Doug's like, I'm the, you got, you're getting the text back. Please I'm filling leave my up, house. I'm filling up cocaine bottles, man. I'm doing whatever it takes, man. I'm pretty sure by the end of the night, I, I, I have more Dougie points than fucking anybody in the fucking history of the I house. I would do drugs if I could, like, freeze time. You know what I mean? Like, I would do drugs right now. If it had no consequence in your life. Yeah. Saying. Like, uh-huh. I don't have a... It's just... The, it's like, it takes a long time. It's well, time consuming. But that's what I was thinking when you were telling that story of those four days. It's like drug addicts, real deal drug addicts, they're living their lives in a different time yeah. area. Like, they're going life, like super life for like four <laughs> days and then yeah. crash out for four days. No life. And then yeah. super life again and then crash out. And, yeah. But the problem is, of course, eventually... Super life becomes not a super and is mostly just shit. And, right. I, and I was like, I left that house after all my doggy points, you know. He got my phone number, you know. And everyone, and I know that I did a good impression because I haven't been there in years. But I heard he always say, man, where's that funny motherfucker with a mo? <laughs> Congratulations. Where's it's, the vacuuming guy? Yeah. And um, so that night I had a fucking show at, at 8, right? So I left there at fucking noon. Right in that house, so fa- you stay there. This uh, house, six eight hours. This house was was built for partying, because no matter where you looked, it felt like it was still daytime. Yeah, it had that Vegas feel, you know. Yeah, and outside, you know, sometimes you go to a, a house party and there's people peeing on your lawn. Yeah, this guy had urinals, <laughs> urinals, bro. What was he? What was he? What to, sort of? I have no idea, but he had, he had like a guest. he had a dealer? special house just for smoking pot. That's amazing. And he had a special jacuzzi just for anybody that wants to be naked. And if your chick's in there, 
She has to be naked. I kind of want to meet Doug. I would love to meet Doug. Doug, if you're so, listening. Maybe sh- it's Doug. Doug Pound. Maybe that's maybe what he's been Doug. up to. Yeah, maybe that's Undercover, why. huh? Oh, shit. I remember I had a show that night, you know, and um, I was like, fuck, it's already noon. And then somebody told me, Felipe, you're going to get some sleep before the show. I said, fuck, no, man. Just drop me up in fucking Frogtown. You know, so I go back to that house where, where I fucking get my hair braided. So you went <laughs> from, like, the, the party palace Back to this like horrible, horrible shithole, bro. Where there's fucking bed bugs <laughs> everywhere. People are fucking washing dishes in a fucking shower, bro. You're like, oh man, I miss Doug. But see, I will go like those guys. Like sometimes, like I will clean up there. Like I will take off my clothes. I will come with a p- extra p- a p- clean pair of underwears, clean pair of socks. Take a shower there, and sometimes like it's crazy, man. I would take a shower. Other pots and pans are in the shower because oh. they have no dishwasher. Fuck, so man. fuck it. I'll, I'll take. I'm taking a shower. I'm doing doing them a favor, cleaning one of the pots. Oh, yeah, because you're still on that Doug point high. You're still yeah, like, I'm doing that Doug shit. point yeah, high, bro. Get some Doug, maybe yeah, Doug yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to get I'm some close, uh, horrible television. crack couple points. Now, fuck it. I'm, I'm fucking trying to get free braidings. <laughs> so, these by the way, I feel like I'm on drugs right oh, now. Yeah, this I fucking this fucking couple would always like after like the third day, I felt like they were conning me, you know. Because I was supplying all the drugs, you know. That's but I'm lying, man. If I would, I was like, just say, just say, if um, well, Moshe right here, if I just met him and he had just started doing stand up comedy today, you know, and he was excited about meeting Felipe Esparza, like, oh my God, you're my idol. I, I saw you on Que Loco, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Yeah, dog, you want to hang out tonight, bro? You want to party hard? I say, yeah. You ever done coke? One time. Okay, so we're going to do it all night tonight, bro. And then I'll, I'll, I'll make him drive me around right, all that's night. Brilliant, you know, bro. Take me here. So, so we're partying at that house. You would look at his haircut, see if his your face was in the back of his head, and be like, "We're partying, let's go." And then this 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 fucking couple would start fighting, bro. Like really, like slapping each other, like Ike and Tina Turner. And I would be like, "Hey, listen, man, you have one more crack. It's not, it's, 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 if it's about crack, we'll get more, man. <laughs> it's about crack. You know, we don't want to kill nobody here, man. Let's just get the party going. Anyway, yeah, man, arguing about crack. Hey, hey man, excuse me, I couldn't help it. Over hey, man, here. you're like the Michael. And, I, and I'm holding my, my way to heaven. I'm right there, like smokers. tweaking, bro. Like my how, my fucking jaw is moving like a broken typewriter. You know, it's like moving and shit. My mouth looks like fucking um." Like fucking, what's his name? That comedian, that puppeteer guy, um, Jeff Dunham. My my face looked like Jeff Dunham, but with no puppets. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how much my mouth is fucking moving, bro. So no, no one's laughing. So I have, so I, I told this crackhead, right? I told him, bro, you gotta take him to the fucking show, man. I ain't gonna make it, man. He pays this much money. We're gonna get more of the party. What's up? So this fool showers up. This is what pissed me off about some crackheads. Is they like they take too much time to do shit. Like this fool will put on all black jeans, black t-shirt, black hat, black driving gloves. Like we're going to do a fucking burglary and shit. <laughs> he's dressed like Cato from fucking the Green Hornet, and then he's driving me, and we get to the party, and the fucking promoters are talking shit and shit because he caught me doing doing a bump in the bathroom. But that was just to do the sh- make sure the show is right. Yeah, man. Yeah, you gotta you know, get right. I was falling asleep in the car, so this fucking dude, this fucking he com- drove you in his Volvo or yeah, your my Volvo? Volvo. And he, what about the bike? Did he ride the bike to the venue once he? 
No, he just had to circle the, the venue. The Volvo the was the bike was still in the car because we were gonna go to the dope spot after. Oh god, all right, good. But the, the bike. But the Thank bike god. was sticking out of the. So this fucking comedian man, I think with that fool Cisco, I don't know his name, man, loser. You know, <laughs> this fool is telling me, trying to give me advice. You know, trying to give me advice. You know about life, and I told him, bro, listen, motherfucker, I just fucking got a standing ovation. When you could do that with fucking three days of no sleeping, then we'll talk, bitch. <laughs> Give me my fucking money. Yeah. Look, to his credit, can you imagine how unseemly it is? You're a promoter at a comedy show, and Felipe shows up with, like, the worst person in the entire ghetto. Like, the person yeah. with the other people. And he's just like, yeah, this is my homie. He's just going to be riding this 10-speed in the parking lot. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that doesn't excuse Cisco for trying to give him a No, fuck though. that loser, right? <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Loser. Um, so do, when you're doing drugs like that, does it feel, I feel like you love drugs. Yeah. But you're sober now. Yeah. But every day I, I think about, man, like, like sometimes, man, like real drug addicts, real, like people who do crack, do meth or do whatever. Every day they wake up thinking about that time that they could have got higher, but they didn't. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I, I remember, that. like, I think about those times when I was smoking crack by myself and to the times where I wasn't smoking crack by myself. Because see, when I was smoking crack by myself, I would just smoke crack till the pipe burned off, you know? <laughs> but when I was smoking with those crackheads, those motherfuckers were professionals, bro. They were better they, than they you. Had, tools mm. like they had like a little they had like wires like to push the brillo back you know to crunch it up and you know they, they were pretty yeah good. they were pretty good so they were bad they knew the tricks wait what are the tricks by the way it's just what's the crack pipe the mechanism it's just like a First of all, glass pipe it's sad because um there's no way to buy a crack pipe unless you know a fucking crack head wait don't they sell in the liquor stores no you can't just say give me a crack pipe you gotta say can i have a flower Mm-hmm. And they give you that little pla- that little gr- that little um, glass tube with a little flower inside. <laughs> um, and you, at liquor and you, and, you, and you go to the like the where the fucking palmolive is, and you get a copper brillo pad. What's what's the best? Hire? You know what I learned? I learned that, and you know what else I learned tonight? Who's working tonight? That's the way when you ask those guys. That's oh, how you find out who's tonight? who who's got drugs. What's who's the best tonight? feeling high of all the drugs? I don't know, man. What's your favorite? I would say I would say that um, crack, man. Really? That's the best one. I How does getting a standing heroin? ovation compare to crack? Uh, a real comedian's com- question. Yeah, better, man. Crack is better. No, no, the standing ovation feels better, man. Come on, got but it. I've got an standing ovation. Then when hard to get, there. I don't understand because I've got an standing ovation. Then when right, they, you they, can't they, just say who's working. I got it. I got an standing ovations. Then and got so overwhelmed that I started crying, and then I went, went to go look for coke. So I went. Yeah, understand. well, that's what I mean. Like, is there, are you trying? You're not really chasing. Like in Amsterdam, high. when I was in Amsterdam, I, I, I did a show called Raymond's Lot. He's like the Letterman of right. fucking of Dutch Dutchland. And I got a standing ovation. I was so damn I'm pretty happy. sure it's not called Dutchland. Deutschland, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, it's Deutschland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. And I was there, um, and I was there with somebody, you know, and... Um, you got a standing ovation on the show? Yeah. And I was so happy, and then, like, there was people, like, smoke, wanted to smoke me out. You know, I was so happy, and then all I wanted to do was get higher, man. Yeah. So even even in um, Rotterdam, I found a crack house, man. 
I was over there. How did you find it? I asked somebody. Same black couple was there. Actually, you're right. <laughs> I was. Um, I got into a fight with the person I was with at the time, and then I went, started walking, and I walked into a bar. And there was a bunch of black dudes there, and they felt like I was in South Central. This is horrifying. And I started walking further, and I met like some other dude. Then I ended up at some house, and that guy was cooking crack in front of me. And now um, I smoked heroin for the first time. Can you imagine how much oh. crack there is in Africa? I mean, if all you have to do is look for the black people in the neighborhood. It must be crazy. There must be so he much just smoked, He just said that he smoked heroin for the first oh, time. Oh, I haven't forgotten that. And you're, you're over here trying to do trying bits. Trying to do a bit. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. Please, tell us more. Um... All right, what was that? And that is that better than well? The first time you smoke heroin, it doesn't really work, right? You throw up. Until you throw up, and I then that was shooting heroin, smoking it too. Yeah, you get nauseous. I couldn't really feel it because I was really cracked out that day. But <laughs> That's it was a shame. They cooked it. Di- they cooked it different in that, in, that, in Rotterdam. It was not. It was like not as good, but it was good because they they cooked it with um, cinnamon. No, with some kind of <laughs> Dutch what is cocoa, that? some kind of nasty <laughs> shit, man. I forgot the name of it, man. Like some lighter fluid shit. I don't know. Butane. Butane. That's what they're ammonia. making. Ammonia. Ammonia. Oh boy. Ammonia. They're making uh, pot uh, dabs or whatever, like hash wax out of butane now. Yeah, it's very weird. Like kids are like home chemisting, uh, <laughs> like hyper concentrated hash oils and things, and they're. I saw this like super alarmist news special on it the other day. Like the news was like, if you find a strainer in your son's bedroom, he's making hash dabs. Beware, parents. Uh, do you hear these stories and want to do drugs? Well, what you're talking, what Felipe, what you're talking about doesn't make me want to do what I. Uh, that doesn't make because you're really talking about like being on an addictive run, and that's scary. Yeah, the binge binge is scary because you don't know when you're gonna die. Yeah, you just go. You're you're not in control anymore. You're not driving anymore. It's like and, um, you step out of the driver's seat of your own body and right. sit in the passenger seat, and the dr- the disease drives. But when I hear stories of psychedelics, one hundred percent of the time, I want it makes me want to do it. Right. Then after like after I lost my car, you know that crackhead fucking crashed my fucking car. Can you the Volvo, that? the Volvo. Fuck, I has got a lot of nerve. This, well, fool, the, the this fool went on a mission, right, to deliver something and come back, and some fucking loser, dr- fucking drunk driver hit his ass, right? Cisco, probably. Yeah, <laughs> that dude was probably on drinking Cisco. <laughs> this fool totaled my car, right? But you know what I was worried about? More than a fucking car, more than fucking health, do you still have the drugs on you? Well, that's exactly And he right. did. That's the thing about addiction is that addiction, the thing about drug addiction is that it's a, it's a sensation you can always have right now. So even though your car has been destroyed, that's a thing that's going to have consequences like Eventually, tomorrow. Yeah. But now, if I smoke the crack now, if I smoke, drink the booze well, now, is, I will uh, change the way I feel. It, and it is that thing about like it is that weird time warp thing. Right. Where you're just like, if I'm in drug world, so it doesn't even, I don't age. No, don't, man. It's like, like when you, when I become, a, when I go back to be, be calling myself my alter ego Batman, it's like I become this person that knows, is so fucking street smart, you know, like, mm-hmm. like know how to manipulate people, like know how to use people, like. I know how to how to get a drug addict, a, a, a guy, a drug addict who wants crack, who doesn't have money to buy it. I know how to, how to get him to do my bidding, you know. 
I know. You I, just I, naturally, I, naturally, I could get I could memory thing. Don't. Like I could get him to drive me around. I could get him to clean my car. Because right, much. if you were to go do that and right now, you, Neil, it, could you explain it? How? Or it's just like, could you explain to me how? Like, could you explain your technique? Or is it just one it's of just because I know, I know what he wants. You know, he he wants drugs. So what do like, you do? You just carrot it. No, I don't carry just... him. And I say, hey man, like, hey bro, um, we're gonna get some crack right now, man. I'll give you some. You go, you find me some. So this fool fucking run like Speedy Gonzalez, bro, and come back with a drug dealer, right? But, but see, I used to, when when I used to party when I was living in that Frogtown neighborhood, um, fucking, I used to, I, I used to buy drugs across the the river because I was living by the Alley River, and my friends who lived around there who were comedians. They saw me one time, and they had a nickname for me, and I thought that was fucked up, but it's kind of funny now. And they would tell me, where's fucking Felipe at? I don't know, bro. He's over there fucking river dancing. (laughs) 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 And it's funny. Like, after, like, we didn't have no car, I had to go get drugs on my own now, you know, on a 10-speed now. And I used to buy drugs from this 62-year-old lady. All the time, I thought they were buying drugs from this big-time drug dealer with fucking gold chains. Oh, Hell no, nah, man. Is this 68, 60-year-old fucking Mexican woman who looks like she, she's babysitting somebody's kids. She looks like she's fucking making tortillas on the fucking side of the fucking road. She's making crack she tortillas. has a fucking... A medicine, uh, a quarter size medicine jar full of fucking crack. And they call her La Señora, the missus in Spanish. And, uh, dude, it blew my mind. Like, I became, like, her best fucking customer. Like, I will bring her, sometimes to get extra crack, I will bring her potato chips, you know? (laughs) She sounds like a real hard ass. Dude, she she was just this lady and, like, she will work from morning from ten to ten, only twelve hours. Crazy. And it was sometimes <laughs> oh I will God, wait. That's I, still a long I will time. wait. All for, she had to do is sit in her house, make tortillas, and get, get dude, potato chips. I will right, wait. But that's still a long time to have fucking crackhead to deal with crackheads that's for true. twelve hours. And nobody Thank fucked you. with her. Like nobody assaulted her. Because you assume she must have. Nobody some robbed her. You yeah. know, and like sometimes when she wasn't working, there'd be another guy named Cuba. Just some old 70-year-old, 68-year-old fucking Cuban guy. And he'll fucking set up with a tent inside the Alley River. And you just take your money out, like 20 bucks. Into the tent? Into the tent, and he takes out the crack. You know, on Halloween, people would come back with just stumps. No crack. Thank you. Come on. Fuck you, Neil. <laughs> no, I didn't. I hadn't judged. I hadn't started it's judging It's like an urban it. legend. By the time you told me to fuck up, I hadn't even gotten to judging it yet. Um, that's uh, in the L.A. River? In the L.A. River. Like oh, down the ramp? Because it's not. Right there on, I would say right there on fucking Hyperion and Glendale Avenue. That river right there. So if you, hey, listen, guys, if you're out there. How do you get down If you're there? listening. There's a path. There's a path that Craig has knew. The, like oh the crackhead path yeah. yeah you go to the side and like she would it's funny like dude this is crazy like she would she would be hitting in the bushes by the fucking alley river Ooh, off the off ramp la senora the oh. missus and then I would like I would hop in the freeway okay I will hop in the freeway put to the side of the freeway pretend my car broke down. Go through this, bro, this open fence. Would you go through fence. the whole thing where you open the... Yeah, uh, through this the open... Whole, go like, what son of a bitch? <laughs> go through this open fence, 
And then the fucking old lady will be there. And I tell her, give me like $60 worth of crack. Then I hop back in my car. And we'll go back to a fucking uh, the neighborhood. And You're looking around. It's fixed. It's fixed, everybody. <laughs> it's a miracle. I fucking missed my flight one time because of partying too much. Of course, I had a show in Houston. And I ran into some, some fucking kid, like some regular white kid. You know, he was coming from South America. He's never been to Los Angeles. Him and I hit it off. Cause I was getting fucked up at the bar, and I told him, "Listen, man, our next flight's in four hours, man. If you want to see Los Angeles, bro, my friend has my Volvo. He'll fucking pick us up right now, bro. We will get the party started, man, like soldiers. I got a ten-speed tandem. So, jump on the back. Let's so this fool, like soldiers. So this fool, this fool jumped in the car, man. We went to the river. The fucking we went to go fucking river dance, man. Like soldiers. We went to go river dance. We bought some crack. Went back to my apartment, fucking finished it all off. This kid has never smoked crack in his life. So this is L.A.? It's just your apartment? This is his version of L.A., hooking up with a long-haired comedian and smoking crack for the first time. Jesus Christ. Yes. I'll never forget that. And that was like a soldier. He was like a soldier, bro. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. Um, I want to do drugs now. No, you I don't. Do crack cocaine. No, I my adrenaline is going from because it just reminds yeah, my me. My heart is racing right now. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh -oh. Like it's like it's like doing shrooms or something. Like it's just that like drug thing of like we're gonna get more drugs and just fucking drug world. Well, perhaps we should discuss the the negative consequences of your drug use. Oh yeah, but that pain. I'm sure that's just as interesting. Like miss, I never really missed the show unless it paid like <laughs> Forget it. under Let's fifty bucks. Crack. Yeah, then it, yeah. Then I really care. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I destroyed a couple of hotels in Houston where I was banned for, I was banned actually to have one last coming standing. And then they were like, we can't ban this guy. He's a champion. Yeah, man. I caused like a lot of, da I caused a lot of damages in um, Aspen. I pissed off fucking David Brenner. Go. <laughs> Do <laughs> tell. Dude, David Brenner was on Howard Stern and he had never heard of fucking Mitch Hedberg before. So his son told him, and he said, man, this guy should be famous. And his dad told him, well, he's dead, dad. Oh, fuck. So David Brenner decided to find a couple of comics that he, thought, that he thinks should get some notoriety. Right. So he got me, Kevin Shea, and Billy D. Washington. Right. I think that comedian Billy D. Washington and another comedian. I forget who it was. So we're fucking in Aspen hanging out with David Brenner. He's telling us fucking... Um, Road stories about him choking Robert Williams at the comedy store. Yeah. All that shit. But fuck that, man. Aspen was fucking boring, bro. So we're, I'm in Aspen, you know. You guys are going to do a show? We did a show. We killed it. Got paid. Kevin Shea took off. Drank and scotch. Kevin yes. Shea. Drinking problem. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. We so, should have him on. Scotch dancer. Yeah. So we're fucking drinking and, dude, I spotted a Mexican Inside the bar, bro. I thought I was the only one. I spotted this motherfucker like seconds, bro. And he didn't speak no English. So it was perfect. So right away, man, right away, man, I looked at him and I asked him, Tienes coca in Spanish. Do you have coke? And that motherfucker had it, bro. So I fucking right. kidnapped him, bro. So basically, you just travel around the country looking for people, uh, minorities, and asking them for cocaine? <laughs> you know, and not always minorities, man. Sometimes, you know, man, like... You, you get a that cool little, that cool little white dude, man, with yeah. the right kind of meth. Now, all right, oh, Jesus, 
Um, we didn't even do meth stories. Now, do you? Was there? How can I tell if a Mexican has coke or not? You got to have there that a knowledge telltale? that Felipe has. Yeah, but he didn't know. Did you think he had coke when you saw him? Yeah, you did. I don't know. I'm thinking, man, this guy by the bar. It's a, it's a fucking weekday. What the hell is he doing here? He's probably looking for chicks. They want to do coke. Right. He has it. Got it. So he has it. So I told him, man, let's go to my let's go to my room, man. It's over here. So we we go and this is at a real uh, nice hotel. Fuck yeah, man! It's in Aspen. Yeah, and um, there's no more alcohol, which is sad. So if we wanted alcohol, so I told the front desk. He wasn't even there. The front desk, hey man, is there any way we could get some alcohol? He goes, please. And then he said, he said, no, man, but um, go go to the kitchen. It's open. Get whatever you want. So man, I got like four bottles of wine. Yeah, but, yeah, fuck it, you know. It's Aspen. Sounds amazing. So, the first bottle of wine, I open it and it spilled all over everywhere, man. So <laughs> I couldn't. I had no corkscrew, so it, it, red wine it, it fucking wine? red wine, bro. It fucking spilled all over the place. It looked like fucking because you were just it was a lot of it was a lot already? of blood, man. It like the OJ trial, a lot of blood. Uh, it looked like red wine everywhere, man. Had you started? Like a- Doing coke already? No. And there's like an immigrant in your room just kind of looking at this. Place. Yes, yeah. and so. I'm pretty sure uh, he was probably legal. I don't know how yeah. he made it to Aspen, yeah. but if you made it that far, you could stay. <laughs> so um, this fool, we're, so we're hitting bumps, man. Me and this little Mexican fool. But then this fool gets all fucking horny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and? This fool gets all fucking horny, dog. He keeps asking me, when is that fucking white chick going to come back? And I'm fucking talking about, like, after a while, you know, I get tired of that. I said, what fucking chick? What the fuck you talking about, bro? <laughs> there ain't no fucking chicks here. I hope you're talking about me, man. But you got another bump? <laughs> he thought that Kevin Shea was going to join us somehow. <laughs> That's who the white chick was? No, he had a date, actually. Ah, who brings, cool. He brought a date to Aspen. So he really thought that fucking Kevin Shea was going to show up, bro. And bring his girl. So I and said. Then you, that's so cokey. Like when that girl gets here, we're yeah. going to fight. It's like, no, so you're not. You don't know her. She, yeah. This is before. You're an immigrant. You, Kevin you can't you're not speak even English, English, bro. This fool wants stories to tell, bro. He don't give a fuck how she looks. To him, it's Pamela Anderson. And uh, so this fool, right? This fool wants to fucking get down, dog. So I'm, I'm like, fuck him. So. I told the fool, man, give you a hundred dollar, man, if you fucking stay <laughs> and do more coke, cause I, I want to do all his fucking coke, right? So I, I fucking I, I cut my hundred and a half, and I told him, here, bro, you fucking hang out for another hour or and a half and do more coke. I give you the fucking another hundred. So he said, all right, you know. So after a while, so we started doing more coke. This fool, he was looking at me weird, bro. After a while, bro, like fuck it. Kevin Shea bringing that fucking white chick. I'm about to want to fuck Felipe Esparza and shit, right? So he's giving you that look, you know, like that kind of look that if somebody were to give you instead of a fucking cell, you probably jam your foot up his ass, you know, and he might like it. You know, so you're getting friendly, like sitting close. You know, like, uh, seriously, <laughs> man? So I'm thinking, man, I'm thinking, man, like this fool better have more coke first, you know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll give him a little hug, you know, but, you know, we're going to do the fucking coke, you know. That's the bottom line. So, this fool, this fool, like, comes a little close. Then, like, um, 
and I fucking freak out, man. Like I really freaked out, like like scared his ass. Like I fucking busted a bottle open of wine and shit. I broke it Another and shit. One. I but this one I broke it by the fireplace. Took me two ties. So I said, "What's up, motherfucker, man?" I ain't, a, I, I ain't gay, motherfucker, man. But if you fucking put that coke on a fucking table, I'm going to fucking kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, Felipe, are you still vegan? <laughs> so, this fool gets all crazy, dog. So, I, I told him. So, he left like a little bit, and then he fucking ran off. And then I got like all sad, like, oh, I fucked up. I lost my only friend. Eh? <laughs> so... I said, fuck it. I fucking chased him, man, like in the snow. Like, I, I was like wearing. In the shining? Yeah, I was fucking had. I only had, like, my underwear on and my tennis shoes. And I was chasing him. And I said, come back, eh? I was, I was only kidding, man. That chick's coming, actually. You know, I was lying to him. <laughs> hey, Kevin Shea's girlfriend's coming, big dog. So, <laughs> I can't believe I chased him. So fuck, bro. He fucking took off, and then I'm there, man, with my fucking underwear and fucking no t-shirt. I don't know how to get back. Eh? <laughs> so I just follow like I follow like wine because I'd spill wine because I was chasing him with my wine bottle. That's yeah. probably why he didn't come back. He probably thought it would break on his head. <laughs> So he got away. He got away, man. But you find your way back, like David. David, so David Brenner got this, mad about that. This is funny, man, because I still had like my jacket and my wallet, and I was going back. I saw a lick. I saw a market, a supermarket that was fucking opening. They opened at seven, so fuck it. I knew that the alcohol law. You could buy alcohol after six, except in Texas, it's afternoon on Sundays. The dry county. So I went to the market. There was no T-shirt. And I'm there, man. Like, I'm trying to act calm. <laughs> I'm calm, you know. My mouth is moving, bro, like fucking Jeff Dunham with no puppets. You know, I'm fiending, bro. <laughs> and then like, everybody's looking at him all weird. I have long hair. No beard, though, so I don't look that crazy. But, like, I have wine all over my shorts. And I think I have my, my hand was bleeding because when I broke the bottle. Yeah. You know, a little blood. Actually, a, lot, a little bit of whatever. And uh, that lady was just crazy. But I was trying to act calm, you know, with a 12-pack of beer going. You had yeah, money. man, it's a beautiful day, man. Yeah, I still have the, the other half of that 100, you know. And uh, that food took off with the other half, so it probably worth shit now. Mm -hmm. It's like I was going to tape it to a dollar and give it to her, but nah. <laughs> so just I pay my money, and then I walk back to the place. I started fucking finishing on my fucking whatever I had, and... My flight was at 2 p.m., and I fucked up and fell asleep. I fell asleep, got up at fucking noon, and I, I just packed up whatever I had. <laughs> and there was no, and there was like, I had like no cabs, man. So I had to run to meet a cab. And I didn't even care about how the fucking hotel room looked, dude. I didn't even know how it looked. But um, the promoter, he was talking shit about me to my manager at the time, Pat Buckles. She had to fucking clean everything up. They still had my check. So the hotel room was like, I don't know how much damages it cost. But, man, but being a true comedian and responsible that I am, I didn't miss my flight. Yeah. Never have missed a flight. Or a show. Or a show or audition, baby. I made it there, you know. Even if you it was even are. half asleep. But I was there, man. Like a soldier. <laughs> 
I think if I didn't love comedy this much, I would have probably been um, living in the streets, you know, and oh, definitely hanging out. Wow. The, There's no, no one's d- doubting, no doubt. robbing yeah. comedians at the end of shows. <laughs> yeah, you'd be the Mexican version of the black couple. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I would. You're talented, and that's your luck. Yeah, man, that you're. That was like a podcast we just. Oh, you're like, you're like so a, David Brenner found out later on, you know, about what happened and like. You know, we haven't seen each other, you know, but if I see him, I'm apologize, of course. But he said, and it was funny because David Brenner said to the promoter, you know what? I think he had a lot of fun in Aspen. <laughs> that he didn't give a fuck. He said, you know, he's a true comedian. Yeah. Had a killer show, fucked up the hotel, made it to the flight on time. Yeah. You know, what else could go wrong? You know, the, the show must go on. It's when you start missing shows and start fucking backstabbing other comics when you're bad. You know? Like Cisco. So funny, though. Yeah, Fuck if you that, become dude. like Cisco, that loser. <laughs> loser, bro. It's so funny, though. It's like the rock star you know, does a big rock and roll show and like goes back to the hotel, does coke with a bunch of chicks and fucks yeah. chicks and fucks the hotel room up. But the comedian goes back with like a Mexican-American Mexican illegal immigrant, yeah. immigrant and, just, and he wants another chick. <laughs> yeah, who wants like Kevin. Yeah, dude, that Kevin was. Girl. Hey, man. You're like a podcast. All we got to do is invite you over. I'll be here, bro. All right. Felipe Esparza, ladies and gentlemen. Go I'll to be in Portland, ladies and gentlemen, at Helium, two weeks after Neil Brennan. Yeah. yeah. Go to funnyfelipe.com. Funnyfelipe.com. Felipeworld.com. Also, man, besides all that, man, I do good things too, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're one of the best dudes around. That's what's so great. You're yeah. such a, you, are, you really are Felipe and Batman. Felipe and Batman, bro. So go funny, see Felipe man. on stage, and afterwards, if he's in a bad place, meet Batman. Meet him at the LA River, bro. I'll be river dancing. <laughs> I'll be river dancing looking for an old lady with a schmuck. The La yes, Senora. La Senora, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who's working tonight? ¿Te gusta la coca, mijo? Money talk, I speak fluent, nigga. Reebok on, I just do it, nigga. Look at me, I'm pure, nigga. I bet the hoes on my tour, nigga. I don't bop, I do the money dance. My bitch will cause a hundred grand. Red birds, you see me slide. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Sex bitch, I know she got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Come fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Come fuck with me, you know I got it. Hoax landed in Rome, nigga. Now you're fucking with the champs. Chin Don, Chow Bella. Come money dance with the good fellas. Hope he getting at the narrow, got it. Even if a nigga got a rabbit, get it. Blackjack in a cut sink, no. A nigga got a limited credit. Uh. 
I think I got a lot of vendettas, uh, but we the black mall, we gon' set it, uh, peel off in a Lamborghini cone tie, 200 in the dash, you gonna rev it, skirt, lucky Luciano, it's what they call me, Paisano, a hundred keys at the piano, place across the bad Rizzano, El Pacino, in the villa in Venice, in Vino, not bad for Mugliano, y'all know, like we know, I got it, fuck me, you know I got it, fuck me, you know Coming down that beach. Geech a nigga with satin sheets. Bad bitch, she a masterpiece. Got a bad bitch, she a masterpiece.